on Shabbos. And it's been incredible. We're at the end over here. We're at the beginning. I'm going to do my best. But without promise, I'm going to do my best. A lot of things changed in his court. But I'm going to do my best to get all of us to get in there, to, to, to meet the tzaddik, to say thank you. Maybe we'll sing for him a nigun like we did one of the times we went there. Being by him is something... Uh, were you, did you come? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like touching, walking into a room and you could touch light. L- literally, you could actually touch light. 
never had a, that experience with anything like before. Um, and we're going to end off in a very chazak piece. Whoever needs the sefer, it's right there in front of you. And I want to, I want to preface it by by saying, basically pointing pointing something out. I think this has to do with emet being the narrow the narrow bridge. Emet. <coughs> we're on daf. Reish, uh, what's the first daf? Nunhei? Nunchet. Reish Nunchet. Reish Nunchet. I'm okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Daf Reish Nunchet. Okay. When a person, yeah, we're actually, it's very interesting. <laughs> it is a Chanel Shabbos here, but this is a good test to see how do we know if Shabbos really touched us? Like, how do you know if anything really touches you? How does a person know if something really touched them, if they really got to the point of what this thing, this holy item, this holy revelation, if it really touched your heart, if it really did something to you? The question is, is not while you're, high, while you're flying high. The question is if afterward the world looks a little bit different. Like, how do you know if a friendship really touches you? If a conversation that you have with someone was really to the... You know, touch the core of who you are. The, the, the answer is always, is, is afterwards, all the, all the things that are still in my life, do they look a little bit different? And when it comes to Shabbos, it's even the greater question. How do I know if Shabbos was Mamet Shabbos? So everyone thinks that you do Avdala to be like the... Nachon, the Pshat is you do Avdala to halachically remove, <coughs> remove you from a status of what was Asr onto you. And now that it's Mutar for you, so you Mavdil. You separate, and you say, okay, that was, I was in the realm of, I was in Shabbos, it was also for me. And now I'm doing Havdalah, I'm separating from there, and I'm going to a place of where it's, where it's available for me. But Be'emeth, Lamitol, it's so much deeper than that. Shabbos is, Shabbos, if Shabbos is really Shabbos, like we've been learning for, for years already, then I have the power to not only separate what's, important and what's not important. It's not just about that I'm separating myself from Shabbos. It's that I take that into the week and I continue to do Hamavdil ben Kodesh Lecho, ben Or Lechoshech, ben Yisrael Amin, ben Yomashvili Sheshes Miyamaisle. So you understand, the separation that happens is not just that I got out of Shabbos, it's that I'm not so scared anymore because I've tasted Shabbos, something touched my essence of my, the essence of my soul so much that I can't go back to looking at almost anything the same anymore. And I'm going to continue to do Havdalah throughout the whole week. It's not just Motzei Shabbos. It's that I continue to have a week of growth where I'm Mavdil between Ikar V'Tafil, what's important, what's not important, what's Emet, what's Sheker. Without this, without this concept, there's not much, that, there's no purpose to, to start another week, just to say, just to say I'm doing it. Hundred percent, You know, I've been noticing lately. I'm noticing this, and this happens sometimes. I guess when it's something so strong in the air, is that I'm teaching different things all the time, right? This, it's all the same. It's all this. this there's nothing. Everything is, not, I wouldn't even say overlap. Overlapping means, oh, it kind of connects. It's all the same. And I guess like the, the light in the world that we have right now, the opportunity, 
that I thought was crystal clear to the, all of Am Yisrael and to myself, the day after Simchas Torah, is that Hamavdil ben Kodesh Lechol was like a clear light in the world. There's Kodesh and there's Chol. There's Or, there's Choshech. There's Am Yisrael, there's the rest of the world. There's Shabbos and there's the weekdays. So this, what we're going to see is like really all of our Hachana Shabbos is also a Hachana for Motzei Shabbos in a certain level. That's really what it is. This thing of Havdalah. So look inside. With a little bit of introspection, you realize all of our Yiddishkeit is dependent on the mitzvah of doing of what Havdalah really is. Our being in this world is, is so utmost estranged and hidden from what's emet in the world. Like now we're getting dosage of, dosages of this like never before. But bichlal, our being in this world is so, not, is so hidden from what it really means to be alive, from what the taste of life is, what the essence of life really is. Olam sherubo kechulora. It's a world that rubo kechulo is ra, meaning the majority of it is ra. Doesn't mean God forbid that God is bad. It means that what we see in front of us, the sheker of it is bad. This was this this year we did it. No, the women's year last two weeks ago. Rav Kluger gave a whole thing on the beauty of this world is calling out sheker. The question is, why can't the, why can't the beauty of this world should be just about calling out beauty? It's because you can't call out beauty unless you call out Sheker first. You don't know what beauty is. You don't know what it is. Avdala minai. If you don't know how to do Avdala, you don't know what beauty is either. Berubok kechulok Sheker vashav. And most of this world is Sheker and Shav. Mamash, lie and false. Umikan. Dafka from here. Mimakom ha'ofel v'achoshech hazeh. It's dafka from this place we crown Hashem as king and we bring about a unification between us and between the king and us. How do we make God king? How do we actually make God king? So you know the universalist chavra? Do you know that chavra? The uni- it's not, I don't know, was it? The people that claim themselves to be universalists. You, you know this, this chavra? Universalist. The point of Briah is like we're all one. So it sounds so holy. Communism started like that as well. And what eventually happens is if, if all's one, then there's no havdalah. Every, right? There's no Havdalah. That's one of the most sneakiest evils in the world. The one that's disguised as so holy and pure. That's the ones that really mess with our minds in a, when it comes to like conquering our olama, olama machshava. It's not so loud right now, but I know for sure like in the 60s, this movement was very, very strong. Because, and, and I really believe that they believed they were coming from a holy place. Like, look at the world, look at World War I, look at World War II, look at Vietnam. This thing of each person having their own identity is leading to destruction. So therefore, what should we do? 
Ke'ilu one, universalists. Universalists. However, that thing doesn't have any havdalah. Eventually, that thing of universalists means not only are we all one, you have nothing unless we're all one. But that's not true. Hashem created me as an individual. I have something. Every nation has something. But if I don't know how to use it, I end up being a machriv, destroyer. But if I know how to tune into what makes me special and do havdalah between me and the rest of the world, that thing which is so beautiful about me shines bright and doesn't, isn't acting as a destroying function. He says, how do you make Hashem king by actually saying, that's Pasnish, that's not Shaykh, and this is. This is what's good for us, this is what isn't good for us. Without receiving what we got from Moshe Rabbeinu Har Sinai, what do you think he means when he says, without that which we received from Moshe Rabbeinu from Har Sinai, we wouldn't know at all how to make any separation between anything. What's it? What's it? Torah Shabichtav he's talking about. The Yisrael. Right, interesting. How does a universalist ever get married? Right? When you do a, a, a chuppah, you're saying mekudeshet. When something becomes hekdesh, right? Kedesh, separate. It's the you say, this is just separated for this, and zero bishvil mashuachem. Nachon. Even in the preparation he laid out for receiving the Torah. Say it a little bit louder. Even, so in, the, even in the preparation that Moshe Rabbeinu laid out for us for preparing. Separation. Us. We have to first separate Avdala. from things. And... You can never, you can't compare the difference. What's the difference between Shabbos and, and a weekday? Shabbos hu gadol ve'atzum. Ve'rav sherak biglalo nivra olam. It's so great. It's only for Shabbos that the world was created. We know, we need, what Moshe Rabbeinu, this Shabbos, brought, brings down from Har Sinai, in order to know when is Shabbos, when is the weekday. Mahu tahor, mahu tameh. Mahu mutahu, mahu asur. Mahu Yisrael, mahu amin ve'amalek. So it's interesting that he throws this in here. Like, knowing what Shabbos is, is just as important as knowing that there's a thing called amalek as well. But if you, you know how you're not going to know who amalek is? If you don't know what Shabbos is. That's what I'm getting from this. If you don't know what Shabbos is, and you don't know how to do Havdalah between Shabbos and the rest of the week, like really in its core, you also have no, you have no ability to also call out what pure, unadulterated Sheker is as well that needs to be wiped out from the world. So we see, could it be clear that this is a nation, this is a people, this is a... It's a people, non-people, this, this people that was made up. And the people that elected this people, they're all, we're trying to make all these havdalahs between all... That's, we only get so mixed up with making false havdalahs between types of enemies because we don't really know, we don't have Shabbat, because, we don't, because when it's time to differentiate everything and go into the world of Kedusha, we're not so plugged into it. But if we really had Shabbos if we really were able to make a distinction between Shabbos and the rest of the week in all of its format, the way we've been trying to plug away every single Friday, and if we were, we were able to say, this is Kadosh, we would also easily be able to say, and this is Tameh. 
But I can't say something is tameh. I can't do havdala unless I could first know be'emet la'amito what what kedusha really is and allowing it to penetrate and infiltrate into me. Ha behatalia. That's the, that's that phrase means this and this are dependent on each other. That's the that's havdala. Why? But what does he say? Bli Allah Moshe Misinai Ain Anu Yodim Klali Khan Anunim Tsain Baulam without learning Torah, without the halacha, we have no idea where we are in the world. As you all know, the word Olam world comes from the word Heelam, Neelam, hiddenness. This world is absolute crazy concealment. Etzamila Olam Huha Alama Kmoshekatavrashi Elapasu Gamit Ha Olam. Natan belibam. Rashi says this clearly in Kohelis. Weiter. Ben Yisrael la'amim. How do I know what? How do I know what Shabbos is? How am I going to know to detect and say this is love? This is beautiful. This is what I want. Hapasuk omed. It says in Malachi, Ahavti etchem amar Hashem. Hashem says, I love you. Now, why can't when when a Jew in in not so much in our day, maybe like twenty, thirty years ago. If someone was giving a shear and says, Chavri, I want you to know, God loves you. Why wouldn't we be able to hear it? Because that terminology was hijacked by the Christian Chavri. That's, that's, it's, unfortunately, that it's, it's MS, but the, the, it rings a little bit like preacher talk, which, you know, because millions of Jidin have been killed in the name of JC over the years, we're not so attuned to it today because these are things that happened a long time ago, but a lot of basic concepts we weren't able to, we weren't able to. Um, he, what's that? Reclaim. We're trying, but yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, when I learned this concept the deepest, I'll tell you. There's two tapes that I have that the Chevra have, where Reb Shlomo loses it, screams his head off, like it's the weirdest thing because it's always so peaceful and. Smooth. He loses. He flips. His, it, it, he goes crazy. And they're both when when a J for J chevra was sitting in the shear trying to mess with him, yeah. trying to sneak in. And the first one is a, a piece of a seisimet tshuva, where he's giving over Torahs about Yom Kippur. And then he notices. See, in the beginning, you don't, you can't really smell it. But then, if you have a good nose, you smell that the questions that sound so peace and loving are leading you to a some <coughs> some really dark place. So he notices the guy, because um, Reb Shlomo says, Givalt, are we holy? Givalt, are we good? And then someone said, No, Shlomo, none of us are good. Only God is good. That's where he called him out. Right then and there, he calls the guy out. And then the guy, and then it came out more and more. That's what he was doing there. And then he screamed at, I'll send you the recording, screamed at him, My blood is filled with holiness. All the holiness you'll ever have your whole life, I have more in my toenail. And then he says, don't flash, don't put your flashlight on my torch. The line of all lines. Don't put your flashlight on my torch. Like, it's, it's like something possessed him. He never, as you all know, he never spoke like that. People would ridicule him. People would laugh at him. People belittled him. People spat at him, though that didn't come out. When it came to this false Havdalah, it flipped him out. Flipped him out. And he started screaming at him, saying, How 
dare you, damn you, damn you, shame on you, damn you, screaming at him. Coming to Jewish children before Yom Kippur, defaming the, the oneness of God in the world, screaming at him, at them. And he was, all the lines he was saying, how dare you, millions of my, my grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents were all burned to the torch because they believed in the one God. How dare you come here and say such such words? Therefore, a lot of the phraseology that the Hevra used, it's all true. How could you, who could ever say, no, it's not true, God doesn't love you. Of course he of course, it's Emma's. But like David was saying, to reclaim it as ours, it's a very, it's a very difficult thing. I don't know if it'll ever fully be until Mashiach comes. There are chavah that are trying to reclaim a lot of things. Like Shmuley Boteach wrote a book called Kosher Jesus. Have you heard of it? Because it's not... And, and I, I read it. I read it. I wanted to see what he was saying there. There's nothing really wrong with what he's saying. It's just that after so many millions of Jews were killed in the name it's a, you can't. Havdalah. Havdalah. It's not, it's not the Indian. It's not the thing. I have some holy chavra. <clears throat> really good-hearted people that they're, when, they're, when they're speaking now, they're trying to reclaim and show that really, the, the, you know, his chavra later on, like, like, I don't want to start saying their names even, but his students and later students, they messed the whole thing up, but really he was all good. It doesn't matter. It's a gamloin. Doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything about how much I should love my fellow Christian brothers and sisters. I love. I have to love everyone in the world. It's a lokashur, havdala, havdala. That's an Indian. So how do we all get to this? Because because of this triggering pasuk from Malachi. The pasuk says, "God says I love you." Ahavti etchem amar Hashem. This pasuk medaber al kol echad veechad miYisrael bechol madrega shehu bechol matzav shehi. These words, the statement, God says, I love you, is speaking to every single one of us, no matter where they're at. And each and every single one of us can partner with God, become partners in the creation of the world. הכל יהיה רק על ידינו, על ידי כל מעשה טוב, מחשבה קדושה ודיבור קדוש של כל אחד ואחד מאיתנו. However, we must believe the fact that we're sitting here and having a holy thought based on learning is actually poil something in the world. If we don't believe that us sitting here right now, learning holy words, hopefully thinking good thoughts, that it does anything in the world, we're missing the whole point. We don't really believe in our learning. If I learn in order to understand something, I don't need to believe in my learning. I worship my intellect. If I learn and I'm believing in the Torah that I'm learning, I am plugged in to the tree of life and not the tree of knowledge. As simple as that. We have to believe that. See, feeling that Hashem loves me when it's through the mind is dependent on how well I understood something. Feeling like Hashem loved me through the faith means I, believe, I actively choose to believe right now that what I'm doing right now brings nachat ruach to Hashem. That what I'm doing right now brings nachas to Hashem. And then the level of how well I understood something is not as important as the faith that what I'm active in right now is actually poil something in the world. 
you can't do real havdalah without this. This is a key thing to be able to do a real separation. And then he brings a piece from the Zara Bazara Kadosh Maflik Biyose Biinya Nizgav Zechilavas Hashem Lamisil Bechirav Badvari Malalu Elo. The Zohar brings shows how important this is, this concept of Hashem loving Am Yisrael. Which means, what would, what would we end up being? If we had any concept of the love that Hashem has for us, who, what would we become? Arayot. We would shoagim. Kibne arayot. We would howl, roar, like cubs. No, like, uh, yeah, like lions, I guess, to run after Hashem, to be close to that thing, which, you know, if, listen, you know, do you remember the first time you got turned on to something when you was just so tamim, it was so pure, and you knew you just wanted more of it? Could anything stop you? Whether it was your zivuk, whether it was your rebbe, whether it was music, your first, that first moment of music that touched your heart, whether it was holy, not holy, I'm not even getting there right now. But I'm saying, remember when you were first, when you first heard the word, I love you, through something, through a person, through music, through a Rebbe, what would stand in your way? Nothing. The Zohar says, if we could actually hear that which is being said, we would run after God like it's no one's business. We'd run after it. What comes between me and knowing that? Olam HaSheker. This world. But really, if I bypass the Sheker of this world, that's all I'd hear. All I'd hear is... That was all, that's all I hear. Now, when do I hear this? When do I have the most opportune time? Shabbos. And when on Shabbos do I have the most opportune time to hear it? Shalashudas. Which is why we're starting this week, once a month. Shall we start with once a month Shalashudas, up on the top floor. And we're going to do it, Bezer Hashem, right. We're going to do it like a tish. It's not there for, it's not schmoozing, it's not about booze. It, this, it's irrelevant. Like, you could, and then no one's going to say you're a lachal, you did anything wrong. It's not about that. It's to be plugged in to that moment of Rava de Ravin, like we were learning last week, to be able to go into the next week hearing Ahafti Eschem Amar Hashem. We'll sit like menches, two table, one table for men, right next to one table for women. We'll do it right. We'll do it pnimi. We'll scream. We'll daven strong in order to be able to hear Ahafti Eschem Amar Hashem. We would run after. We would run after. Merov ahavasa shel Hashem is barach lechol echad veechad mitanu mamish. Uvechen, mahusa shel Yehudi hu inyan acher legamre. Being a yid, he's like it's just like this sounds so simple, right? It's a different inyan, right? Just being a yid, it's a different inyan. It's a different chap. You can't, you can't explain it. Zera Yisrael asher b'char hu davar miyuchad asher en kamo b'briya. The seed of Am Yisrael that was chosen is just a, it's just this different thing in the creation that was, it can't be parallel to anything. Which is this, Shabbos. It's interesting. God separated us from 70 nations at Mount Sinai. 
So what he's basically saying here is, code word for Shabbos Yisro is, Havdalah. Havdalah. Like what was happening this Shabbos receiving the Torah? It was saying, you guys got a different ballgame. Everyone's watching a certain ballgame. It's not your turf. It's, a, it's just not. I know it looks enticing because it seems to be that everyone's playing on that, on that field. You got a different field. And Malasat. And if you keep on trying to play on their field, you'll keep on getting smacked and progromed and, and God knows what. If you keep on thinking in international terminology all the time, you're going to keep on getting whacked in the head. I didn't bring you to Mount Sinai to see how well you could, uh, you could internalize the primius of international law. <laughs> Sounds so ridiculous, right? Yeah, it's because it is. I don't know why. I always get excited when I read a... I'm learning a Sefer, and then his name pops up somewhere. I, something happens. Because I... When he, every Motzei Shabbos had Avdol, but he would say, HaMavdil Ben Kodesh Lechol. Ben Or Lechoshech, Ben Yisrael Amin, Merov Hait Palut, Me Otsem Madrikatam Shal Yisrael, Shakadosh Borohu Hiv Dilam Liot Lolaam, Hayanofel Bacharashut. When he actually thought about what he's saying in Avdala, he fainted. When he actually thought about this. Now, one time I had the, the weird privilege of doing Avdala in a hotel room in Amsterdam. And I was reading, it was, it was very, I was basically on Friday, I went to the Anne Frank, I was by the Anne Frank Museum. I had a book of, about Anne Frank with me and I was like reading a lot over Shabbos and the whole, I was on my way to, it was a whole story. It was a whole, it was a whole long story. But I remembered that by Avdala, when I opened the window and I said, Hamavdil ben Kodesh, right? And I started touching my, my, my fingers. And then I looked outside and I said, Lechol, Ben Or, and I looked into the mirror. I said, not because I'm Or, just because you chose me to be Or. And then you look outside and you say, Choshech. Ben Yisrael, I was looking at my Siddur, La'amim. La'amim, I was looking at like, what, what the other books they put up in, the, in that hotel. It, it's sometimes when it hits you, and it hits you right, it hits you strong, you can't be the same person. The week can't be the same week. Your experience in this world can't be the same thing. I'm not saying I fainted, but Rabbi Tzadok fainted every once in Shabbos when he actually thought about the words he was saying in Avdallah. This is, think about it for a second. We take it for granted because most of us don't know any other experience. We're born Jewish. Or even, when, even if some of us converted, at a certain point it becomes just the norm. But think about it for one second. There are billions of people in the world, only so few, so few has a, have, a, have an inyan acher. Inyan acher, they have a different thing going on. What a schus this is. There's so many creations in the world, not just humans. And all the angels above. That, and from all of all of the creations, Hashem is Barach, Bachar Rak Banu, Liot Lola Am Nifchar. 
You know when else you do Havdalah? Every time you get an Aliyah to the Torah, you do Havdalah. Because when you're basically saying, you're, you're doing Havdalah. That's why the second bracha is Hashlama, because the first bracha is basically saying, okay, I'm separate. And then what am I separate for? The second bracha is, my separation is not that I'm different, it's that you planted within me something that's called eternal living, real living, you placed within me. And when this is my experience of Shabbos, when this is the result of Shabbos, then I go to Motzei Shabbos and I say, Hine kel Yeshuasi, Eftach velo Efchad. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of you, Mr. Sheker, Mr. World. I'm not scared of you. Ki Ozi, my strength, the Zimrat Khan, the Nigun of Hashem, is my salvation, I'm a nigun of Hashem. I'm a note in the, the melody of Hashem. And I want to, I want to mechazek all of us. I just, to, just to share with you personally, in my home, in my table, has been so influenced by our learning here from everyone's he'aras. What everyone has been sharing throughout this period, especially you know, with this Sefer we've been with for a year and a half. More. We, we started it the first Friday that we were in the shul. It was about a year and eight months ago. Mashukazeh, about a year and eight months ago. My, my, my Shabbos table has been so mushpa. My, my, and now I'm realizing, really, my Havdalah has been, has been so mushpa because the rest of the week is mushpa. So I want to give us all a bracha to stay close and connected to what's the Makor bracha, <coughs> the source of all blessing, which is Shabbos. And however we're, we merit, whatever we merit to learn here, we should believe it's poil something in the world. We should believe in our learning. It should bring us tremendous kirvat elokim litov, a sense of feeling just close. And the greatest sign of deep learning is to feel like you haven't even scratched the surface yet. And that's what I think all of us are feeling as well. So Be'ez HaShem will continue anew with something new next Shabbos, but... I bless you that whenever you see the safer on your shelf, you, you, get, you get a little wink, you know? There's like a little, and you feel it back every single time. And if we're zochet to go see the tzaddik this soon, I'll, I'll be sure to let everybody know. Shukoyach, everyone.